Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord. As before thy throne I stand. Let my soul lift up with a steadfast hope. And at 71, Lord, let my will be lost, lost in thine. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, precious Lord, to the cross where you have died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding sight. Thank you, Lord. When this church boy drifted, you kept the FBI on me. Honoring the prayers of my father, who taught me, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And I did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hover, keep us close. I almost said, bring us close. But BJ would say, keep us close. She would say, I'm already close. Keep us close. Leona would say, keep us close. Not bring us close, keep us close. Thank you for the brothers in the house today. I pray that each of the brothers, the son, now are we the sons of God, we would be tender, open our heart, our hands and invite you. We are not self made, independent. I guess 2020 taught us that. I'm struck with Psalm 73. What, what an incredible truth that El Shaddai wants us close. Simon, do you see this woman? Is it eight of Luke? When I came into your house, you ignored me and stayed Visiting with your well-to-do friends from the Sanhedrin in your expanded house. You didn't wash my feet. The basic act of courtesy. You didn't shake my hand in our day. You didn't welcome me. But this woman. This woman. This woman, I thought of that. When beautiful bride Jessica and Brendan, in the closing of their ceremony... And David did such a masterful job and at the front altar saw this elegant, beautiful, young, gorgeous bride hoist her left hand up. And Brendan also. I told Retta at the fellowship the next evening at Dan's place when she did that, I thought of that verse not because her sins needed to be forgiven. They'd been long forgiven. 
I thought Jesus said, but this woman, this woman has a blank check. This woman hath not ceased. Hath not ceased. (laughs) Don't cry for me, Argentina. They're going to be in good shape. Brendan has the same heart. Wow. I don't know if Grace and I have been to such an event where six feet in the sky was her hand. It reached through the heavens and brought the face of Christ closer. (laughs) But this woman, there is so much media. We have good speakers. The team is great. So much good media. There's so much good out there in the great masters. So I'll leave that to them. (laughs) And I'll just come back and just have a, 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 a serious cheeseburger for you today. Let's draw near to God. And again, I say that so many of you are such a good example to me. Such a good example. You are. Good example to me in coming closer. I love the Lord. Thankful for my parents. Thankful for the second set. Sometimes God saves the best till last, but I love my parents. It was a Psalm of Asaph that we read. It starts out, he says, truly God is good to Israel, but as for me. And isn't it amazing that we are kind of always right there on the front burner. But as for me. God is good to Israel. He, he generalizes Israel. Then he generalizes every ungodly person in the psalm saying, they have life so much better than me. And he kind of crabs on, aren't you glad that God doesn't record those terrible things that we say? And maybe next week we'll read a little bit more of Psalm 73. But he starts by saying, God's good to Israel. And God is even good to the ungodly who have no interest in God. They don't give a diddly. That's not what you say in private. They don't give diddly. And he says, man, he says, now I'm confused. Lord, help me not to get bitter. Look at this guy. Look at this person. That's with God saying, he's good to Israel. He's good to to believers and non-believers, but he left me out in the cold with smoke. And he says, if I would have said these things, I would have been unhelpful to this generation. I thought about this, and it was painful in 17, kind of 1, 17, and 28 today. 17 says, until I went to church. I went into the sanctuary, and in the sanctuary, he realized what he thought at the beginning of this psalm was forever. He realized that it was temporary. Can you imagine? Sometimes on the news, the top of the news will say, well, today Zuckerberg lost $7 billion. How can you lose $7 billion in one day? You first have to have had it, I guess. I wasn't expecting you to write me a page, you know, a homework. Or Bill Gates made $6 billion today. This psalm personifies a person in covenant with God who is just back and forth with emotions. Would you agree? Say, Lord, say this with me, Lord. Establish my heart. Lord, establish my emotions. Hebrews 
13 says, It is a good thing for the heart to be established. Because the Lord is my light and my salvation, I will not fear. So in 17, he says, Until I went into the sanctuary uh, and I understood their end, and he understood his, that he was eternal. And then the very last verse, if you want to note that, we read it. But it is good for me to draw near to God. Say that with me. It is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Amen. Drawing near to God. I'm going to quote again one of my favorite verses. It's common here. And drawing near to God. Some things that help us draw near to God. Say that with me. Some things that help us draw near to God. And you probably have, and I'm thankful for that, you probably have your own list, maybe mix and match. Some things that help us draw near to God. I'm going to go off script and say this. Trouble. Kathy Grace and I have a friend and precious, um, kind of like an uncle. And she's quite an accomplished 41-year-old. Her and her husband, economic and vocational curve. They relocated. They bought a house sight unseen in Midwest. They kept their house in Beaverton because they could. And sight unseen, bought a house that they never had a foot in. And uh, precious. Her dad held her in his right hand when she was 20 minutes old. I held her in my right hand when she was 24 minutes old. Various things happen. Sometimes children, you know, when someone has drawn away from you, you know it, don't you? They've drawn away from you. A, a, A spouse, child, adult child, vocation, a minister, a person that you decide, whatever. You know what? Are you staying away from church because you're trying to give me a message that's not written that you don't really care about me and what you're really anxious for is for someone else to ask why you're not there. Games, full gospel Christians play. But anyway, so the mother and her had been a little estranged and the mother's still in there with the grandkids. So this week she said, I said, uh, how are things with daughter and the move? Oh, she said, I didn't tell you. Sight and scene, they buy a house. The realtor never went inside. The inspector only went one floor deep, but three floors deep was, um, I can't explain this correctly, every type of damage, odor, and rot from a dozen animals. It was in foreclosure. A flip-or-flop guy bought it, put a top floor on, thought, you know, I'll spray a little deodorant, stay out of the bath, you know. And now... It's $100,000 to fix the floor that they've absorbed with two houses and two mortgages, even though they make big money. The sweet one barely sleeps two to three hours a night, and they do school in the house. They both do their work from the house, and hers is all over the world, busy hours and nauseous and suffering tremendous mental and emotional damage. I want to go back to Beaverton. He doesn't. And that's just the half of it. Um, Grace said, wow. And she told her mother this. And I said, Grace, trouble brings us closer. 
I will arise. Bob, I'm going to say to my father, I am so done with these pigs. I'm going to plan this out. I'm going to write this out, write the vision, make it plain. I'm going to put it in. Dad, I have sinned. I took what was mine. I've blown it. I ended up on the worst vegan diet you could ever be on. Hire me. Uh, on a positive side, my favorite verse, I didn't forget, Matthew 8. Jesus walking along, and a leper. A leper says, Master, if you want to, you can heal me. Because he first loved me and purchased my redemption on Calvary Street. I will. You be clean. Some things that bring us closer. My sincere confession of sin, asking Jesus Christ to forgive me. You say, Brother Moki, <laughs> we came in COVID. I know, I know. I just want you to be word, you know, accurate. My sincere confession of sin, asking for Two men went to the temple. Is it 16 of Luke? Two men went to the temple. One of them was letting... God know how blessed God was to have him. And the other is so much he wouldn't lift his head. Huge felony list. Tax collector. Be merciful to me, a sinner. Which one, Jesus said, went away justified? Yeah. My sincere confession of sin, asking him to forgive me. I know, First John says, these things have I written unto you, that you sin not, but... If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation. He's the mercy seat for our sins. And not for our sins only, but for the world. First John 1, 9, if I confess my sin, he is faithful and just to forgive me my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Desire to come closer. I think, uh, number two, some things that bring us closer is a desire to come close. Desire. All right. Thirdly, things that help bring me closer to God is evaluate. Watch this. Evaluate. Shift. Drift. Or a rift. Can I get a little bit of a hallelujah? A shift. Is it two of Hebrews? My brothers, we need to give heed to the things which we have been learned and taught, lest at any time we let them drift. If we think of, a, 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 of an aluminum fishing boat that wasn't tied up, and it's okay if maybe for several hours, maybe, but two or three days, I thought there was a boat there. Not anymore. Drift. Evaluate. Circle the word evaluate. A shift. Sometimes my natural schedule. Sometimes the fifth or sixth baby. 24-7 with parents' eyes, you know, sore as they could be from the sweet care. Sometimes overtime. Sometimes a loved one that had demands for health and watch and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, shift. Not so much that maybe we 
We said, Lord, now I'm going to put you on hold. I'll see you in a couple of months. No. Shift. Adrift. Rift, I think, needs some discipleship inserted there. When you allow someone else and your feelings and emotions, a root of bitterness, to spring up, and that becomes your focal point rather than the Lamb of glory. And one thing we know about this current age, 2020, 2020, I'm so happy for Thanksgiving to come. Thanksgiving to come. Whether it's a prayer request or a praise report, my hunch is there'll be turkey and gravy. Thanksgiving means some 20 days. Lord, Lord, things being what they will, it might not subside the acrimony too much, but rift. You can only be responsible for you. Inside of you. You know, I've thought a lot about lately, and we've bounced it back and forth. There's a huge difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. You forgive not only for Christ's sake, but for your sake. Forgive doesn't mean that they're going to come back and have to be a coffee buddy day after day. Proverbs would teach, keep your wits about you, but forgive them in your heart. Difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Sometimes I think the fact of reconciliation, which is not taught mandatory in God's word, keeps us from forgiving them and unhooking that massive trailer load that we're pulling. Come back closer. I want to evaluate a shift, a drift, or a rift. All right. Again, come closer. The things of earth, shield intimacy, perhaps take my attention. Then I'm out there losing energy and joy on matters that I cannot change. The hymn, some of us grew up singing, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Things of earth can shield, but one of the parables of the soils was what got mixed up, the cares of this world, choked the fruitfulness of that believer. They shield intimacy, take my attention, and you know what? I'm out there losing energy and joy on matters that I cannot do anything about. Willfully moving my eyes away from people, fixing my gaze on Christ and all he has done for me. Willfully saying, okay, I know. Uh, It's COVID-19. There's political stuff, financial stuff, quarantine stuff. But I'm going to just adjust my gaze In the year that Uzziah died, Isaiah 6. In the year that Uzziah died, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. Wow. The Lord was there all the time, and his train filled the temple all the time. Isaiah never saw it until he removed his gaze from the sorrow of losing Uzziah and fixed his eyes on glory. This has been frequently by Pastor Mike and George Tent and Tabernacle. And my Tent of Tabernacle that Pastor George talked about has been my 6 a.m. chair. It's almost like an alarm goes off. I'm up about an hour. And uh, 
Grace, go into my tent of tabernacle. And I like it dark, even with my, with my eye cover on. Dark. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace. Troubles, if they don't vanish, they, they seem smaller in the presence of the king. Thank you, George. And Mike's, Mike's dealt with this theme. Secret place. This is more communication at 6 a.m. The reading usually comes later. Even Grace reading to me. But there's no way to get past communicating with someone that you desire to be close to. Dobson built an empire out of that word communication. (laughs) He really did. Norman Wright. (laughs) I love the part that I continue need to be reminded of is communication is about 69% listening. Thank you, Lord. That'll be point number nine. No, just stay no. <laughs> Set a time and place. I love you. Oh, I should say, pour the concrete. I know many of you already set the time and place. Good example to me. Okay. Pour the concrete. Uh, just a little bit because of this crazy climate. Willfully moving my eyes away from people, fixing my gaze on Christ and all that he has done for me, but I come closer when I set a time and place to be with the Lord. And uh, this is not a cheap shot because you're here. Hebrews 10, is it 25, 4, 24? Forsake not the assembly of other believers who need your nudge to draw close to God. The church house brings me closer. And I'm not, this is not a commercial. I tell you, I can't think of how many times coming into God's presence and God's people gave me such a lift that I did not have. Notice this, I said, forsake not the assembly of other believers who need your nudge to draw close to God. You drop into a 915 Bible study and 1015, Sharon prays that benediction, you come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. Come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. The bread of life, the nourishment of God's word, the quickening of the Holy Spirit and the fellowship of of brothers and sisters. Lastly, sing to the Lord praise. Give him praise and specific thanksgiving for all he has done. For the things that seem to bind us serve only to remind us they drop powerless behind us when we praise him. The scripture, my my Sunday school teacher taught me even after I lost the quarterly, that God dwells in praise. Wow. So, as Pastor Mike always admonishes us to jot these things down, take notes, and especially this one. Sing unto the Lord the glory do his name. Amen. Several weeks, um, at 11.45, 1.30, 3.15, 5.15, I go back to bed and sing 
sometimes just where I picked up a couple of hours before. King of glory. The Lord, yeah. Are you working the night shift? I, I just want to say, sometimes this old calloused, worn out church boy, king of glory, fill, fill this place. Fill this place. Fill this place. You made Adam out of mud. You know, it wasn't Tiffany's jewelry. You made him out of mud and you breathed into him. I qualify. Say this with me. I qualify. King of glory. So Grace, you sang a song. I've been singing that four days and four nights, 24-7. How many know that in your heart today, you are close and your life is just going to bring him closer? How many know that today? Yes. Thank you, Michael. So let's agree in prayer today. Father, thank you for the beautiful day that you've given us, Lord. We've come in, we've sang the songs, we've prayed the prayers, we've heard the word, and we just pray, Lord, that you would take the seed of this word and plant it deep in our hearts. Let us dwell on it all week this week as we're going through our work week, uh, whatever we're doing, Lord. Let this psalm ring out in our hearts. Let these scriptures ring out in our hearts, Lord. It is our desire to be closer to you. Draw us close to you, Father God. Hold us to your chest like a little baby. Hold us close to you, Father God, that we would sense and know your presence. We are so grateful for that, Lord, and we can't live without it. As old Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with us, we ain't going nowhere. Isn't that right? So go with us today, Father God, and be with these. Keep them healthy. Keep them safe. Let them have an awesome week this week, and we'll see them next week. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you. Have a great day today. Be safe out there.